you better wake up. The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topping. There is another world beneath it, the real world. And if you want to survive it, you better learn to pull the trigger. All right, welcome for coming back to the Terror Zone podcast. That was Break the Cycle with the song One Way. This EP came out back in, I don't know, January or February, I think, but they had just had their EP release back in April with Shackled and Purgatory and D-Block and J6, Sector, a big-ass show they had. But uh, they've been around quite a while. They played shows with Scarhead. And uh, fucking Madball, The Killer. So, you know, they're a uh, Chicago staple. And I dig the band. I think dudes are cool as fuck. I mean, I assume they are if, you know, they're in a cool-ass hardcore band. They could be dickheads, but they don't seem like it. Uh, Nick's a really cool dude. That's who I'm speaking with on this podcast. Me and him have been going back and forth a little bit. Just talking shit here and there on the internet and... You know, it's only right. It's only right. You gotta see the. You gotta support people who support you, and that's uh. The main thing here, 
it's all about supporting and contributing and doing your part in the hardcore scene and sharing what you think is cool or even if you don't think it's cool you know somebody might uh this band super tough they just played in new jersey with a minefield over the weekend and uh living in fear so they got another show coming uh this friday june 10th with shackled and gates to hell and hold my own in chicago um saw the day before tied down fest here in detroit which i have some news to share about that um i was gonna try to do a podcast with the guys who promoted it uh jimmy from edgeman and curtis from uh the crowfoot they put on this super awesome festival it great lineup um kind of sucks that god's hate dropped but they a last minute added three very cool bands uh detroit's own doubt it they'll be playing first i think doors are at 12 it looks like they'll be playing starting like 12 15 so get there fucking early get a place to park the place does have parking so it's paid in a secure lot so that don't mean shit. That just means you paid somebody to hopefully watch your car. So uh, obviously park at your own risk or park anywhere else around uh, the Russell. It's, it's a pretty busy area these days. So the street parking is probably, probably costs money. Um, there's no COVID restrictions as the city of Detroit doesn't have any mandates right now. So if you're scared, wear a mask. If you're sick, wear a mask. Don't be a pussy. Uh... Re-entry? Yes, there will be re-entry, but only till 5 p.m. So if you leave after 5, uh, unfortunately for you, you'll have to buy another ticket to get back in. So, sucks to be you. Don't leave. Uh, there will be food on site. There will be a couple um, uh, food trucks, at least two, with, both with vegan options. So, all you people who do not eat meat, you have food to eat. Uh there's a full-service bar there. They have uh, water and uh, other non-alcoholic beverages if you don't partake. Um, they There will be uh, tickets at the door available. So um, if you got your ticket in advance, the price goes up the day of the show. I said that wrong. I'm trying to read this shit. We do recommend buying your ticket in advance. And the price goes up the day of the show. There are enough left to ensure that if you show up without a ticket, you will be able to buy one. You should probably buy them for the pre-show now, though. One week till that. The pre-show is sick, sick fucking show. Um, has Razzle Dazzle, Gel, Gag, uh, Fantasy World, and Wild Side from Ontario. So that's going to be fun. That's at the Edgeman Printing Shop. In Clinton Township, Michigan, it's about eh, 25 minutes east of Detroit, maybe. Probably less, I don't know. <sighs> There's no uh, age limit there at at the fest, so you can bring your little kids if you want. But they'll just be holding you down. Fuck that. You'll be tied down if you bring kids. Um, the set times will be posted probably in the next few days. So, uh, plan accordingly, you know, on, on what you want to see when you, uh, 
see the set times and do what you got to do to make sure you see the bands you want to see because what I've noticed at fest is the f- breakdown and setup of bands goes by pretty fucking fast. There's not much time in between. So don't think you'll be able to go smoke a joint and not miss the first song or two of the next band playing. Uh, it's uh, the, the, the venue is ADA compliant. That means if you're in a wheelchair or you can't walk, whatever. Um, yeah, there's restrooms for you. There's a fucking probably a wheelchair ramp. If you need special accommodations, please let someone at the door know and they will do their best to help. Things you can or can okay, things you can bring in. You can bring in cameras and your chapstick and earplugs, eye drops. You know, you can bring in pretty much anything except uh air horns. You can't bring in your bike. You wanna ride around a bike in a festival. You don't get to do that. So leave it outside. Uh no chairs or blankets, no chain wallets for you fucking metalheads. You leave that shit in the car. Um no drugs or drug paraphernalia. Okay. I'll put it in my butt. Um, This is kind of a party pooper, but no fireworks or explosives or no road flares, you know. I planned on bringing a bunch of those in and fucking blowing people's hands off. Uh, No full face masks. No guns or ammunition or tasers. So all you tough guys, you know who you are. Leave that shit in the car. Um, Like I said, uh, no ins and outs after 5pm. Kind of early, but, you know. What are you going to do? <laughs> they don't want a bunch of hooligans hanging outside bothering the hipsters and homeless people outside the wrestle. Uh, no pepper spray. No outside food or beverages. No selfie sticks for you fucking dorks. Uh, no sharpies. You fuckers can't be tagging the place up. Um, and I know plenty of you planned on bringing a tent and a sleeping bag, so none of that inside the venue, okay? And no totem, whatever that is. Oh, also, will Tide Down return in 2023? You bet your fucking ass they will. So, get there early. Uh, like I said, doors at 12. First band, probably 12.15. Don't miss the first band. It's fucking Doubt It from Detroit. Very good. They only have one song out right now, but definitely go check it out. Um, you got a 3.11 punk vibe from them, but I'll still take your fucking head off. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's going to be a great day. Remember, the pre-fest is the day, or sorry, pre-show is the day before. Edgeman printing, razzle dazzle, gag, gel, fantasy world, and wild side. It's going to be fucking awesome. That'll probably sell out. So get your tickets for that. Uh, the Russell's a pretty big place. I don't know. The capacity, but the pictures I've seen of it, it's pretty fucking big. I've never been there before. So, it seems like a, sort of like a professional venue. Um, it'll be exciting to see. I'm uh, glad. I hope it turns out well. I can't wait to see all your pretty faces there. I can't wait to see fucking blood on the ground. And f- broken eyeballs and fucking ripped off ears. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a good, good time. But no fighting. If you punch in the face... Don't don't fight. Don't cry about it. Go punch him back or get the fuck out of the way. And so, once again, thank you for listening to this podcast. I got a special announcement Friday, putting out a short little something with uh, Illmatic from Detroit. I don't know why people are still sleeping on this band. Wake the fuck up and check it out, please. Illmatic, 
they had their shit on Spotify and on YouTube. Um, it's it's fire. They, they have a four song EP. We have an they have an announcement that they wanted me to put exclusively on my podcast for all you people to come and check it out. Uh, thanks to them, obviously it's an honor. I love to help people, especially my friends. Uh, and this is fun. Thank you all for uh, still tuning in. And I cannot wait to see you Friday and Saturday. And on that note, go fuck your mother. I just started recording so good who gives a fuck yeah i don't give a fuck bro let's let, let's hit this shit dude <laughs> so all right well this will be a first for sure someone packing to go to new jersey while doing a podcast i love it bro i am uh again the most unorganized human being in the fucking world <laughs> did you just wake up too uh I, okay so like i woke up like a few hours ago, but like I didn't start like getting like active till like ten minutes ago. <laughs> Shit. And do you work nights? Is that why you're always like uh it's like you're always on like like I wake up at like three thirty in the morning, you'll say you were active like thirty minutes ago. I'm like, Is this just fucking sleep late or something so, work late? So I work nights, but I also uh I have really bad insomnia. So like I never I never get to sleep. That sucks. Sleep, dude, like sleep is my favorite thing. <laughs> like, oh, dude. I look so forward to going to sleep. If I had insomnia, I'd fucking blow my head off. I, the amount of times have, the way I've contemplated the alternate, the alternate being, uh, yeah. But <laughs> we, uh, we throw on the NEG and we're like, you know what, man? Slap yourself in the face. Exactly. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Yo, sick. For, we got uh, posters on your ceiling too. I like that. Yeah, I got Black Dahlia, Carnifex, more Carnifex, and that's about it. I just sold some, so there used to be more. Ironically enough, it was another Carnifex flag and then despised icon. Shout out to the fucking Black Dahlia, though. Oh, R.I.P. My boy Trevor Sturdnad, dude. Like I, I normally am never like really affected by like. I would, I would say like bigger name celebrity deaths. His was the was one of the first ones ever where I was just like in shock and genuine like denial. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, man. Especially when you know they're obviously fucking huge around here because they're from the area. Oh yeah, and, and, and so like when I think I was on vacation or I don't know what I was doing, but all of a sudden people are like, "Oh, for, for R.I.P. Trevor!" Like I was like, "What the fuck happened? Like why is everybody talking about the Black Dahlia murder?" And so they're like posting videos and like photos with him, like friends and shit. So I was like, oh, "You disappeared." Oh, there you are. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. And uh, 
I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I finally seen like a few hours later, like RIP or, or whatever committed suicide. I was like, that's fucking crazy. Cause yeah, you know, whatever been a huge in the area for fucking probably close to 20 years now, if not, yeah, shit longer than 20 years. It's, uh, you know, the thing, the thing about like, I mean, obviously like anybody that passes at, uh, much, much, much before what everybody would assume that their time is due. Anybody that passes younger than they should, um, it's always hard. But the fact that this man died feeling alone and uh, just helpless and suffering really just doesn't, it just doesn't make it any better. You know what I mean? And nothing is going to make it better. But just like when someone passes, just feeling absolutely like, lost like nobody would care yeah yeah it it, it just it just sucks so much more you know what i mean so like you know it's just rough and you know my my heart my heart goes out to him and anybody that's been affected by his passing unfortunately yeah it's like it always sucks like especially when you actually know somebody like everybody who knows his music seen a black dahlia but like when you know somebody who fucking takes her own life it's like you motherfucker like it sucks because it's shocking like especially when it's somebody that uh you don't <laughs> it's that you never expect you know what i'm saying like they're always yeah. happy and fun to be around then they fucking do something stupid like my uncle i mean we won't get into it but my uncle just committed suicide like a week and a half ago so it was like oh, weird because he was like uh it's like uh, always happy the happy uncle fucking cracking jokes making fun of everybody and then come to find out like i was like wow his life wasn't perfect it's like man he fought hit that shit well so it's always weird to see that like it's like dude you fucking fooled me <laughs> you know yeah no i'm very sorry about that for you and your family man yeah thank you but yeah like i said we'll just move right past it but i'm just saying it's always shocking yes absolutely and this is about you not about my uncle this is about you. I'm a, I'm a loser, dog. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like a loser. You look like a healthy young man. Healthy? No. Young man? Sure. You know, everybody did. It was funny the other day. Like, yeah, I played a show last night and everybody was like, oh, how old are you? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like 24. They're like, For real? And I'm like, yeah, I just look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't age well. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm no, not. I, have a- I seriously never would have thought that, though. I'd have thought like, maybe it's like 28, 30, but. 24, dude. It's yeah. weird. It's it, 100%. If I shave this, I look fucking nine. <laughs> nine. So you're in a couple bands, right? Let's go down the list. Yeah. yeah. Break the cycle. And what oh. else? I know there's a couple other ones. So uh, I'm in Break the Cycle. That's the one that I'm pretty much like, I guess, would say like, that's like the baby. And then and that's uh, what I know you from anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I'm in two straight edge uh, hardcore bands. One of them is a more like traditional hardcore band called the 18th Amendment. And then uh, I'm in a, like a straight edge beatdown band called uh, The Claim. And then uh, I play in a death metal band called Vile Secretion. And that's pretty much it for right now. You know, uh, I also did see. I don't know if I've listened to um, 18th Amendment yet, but I, I didn't know what it was. I was. Like, what is the 18th Amendment? I had no idea. So then I looked it up. I was like, <laughs> is that when they, when they like, when they made alcohol like illegal, like banned alcohol? Is that yep? Correct. It's the prohibition. It's what started all of it. 
<laughs> that's, that's fucking hilarious. And Dude, awesome. okay. <laughs> so, so we, we started that band a few years ago and uh, our singer lives out in Atlanta. Our singer and new bassist live in Atlanta. They're a couple. Yeah. So it's my girlfriend and I holding it down in Chicago and then my boy Jane Haley holding it down in Atlanta. Okay. And when we first started the band, it was like the like the week before he was about to leave to go home. He was studying like abroad out here. And then uh, we dropped a one song thing on Edge Day. And everybody in Chicago was like, man, this is cool. Everybody in Atlanta hated it. They were like, fuck this. People have the right to drink. Oh, and God. how dare you call? And I was just like, are you fucking dumb? Like, are you <laughs> serious? Like... Do, do you really think there's any fucking chance that we're going to reinstate the 18th Amendment? I'm like, you guys are all fucking clowns. So we didn't do it for a while. And then all of those kids that like clowned on it in Atlanta, they uh, they were all like the like the hardcore kids that got into hardcore because of like TikTok. Like they're not like they don't like know shit about shit. Right. They like and knock loose. They, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I like not this, but like, they're all the kids that <laughs> were I'm just saying. like, oh, bro, like, hardcore's got to be serious and have like an archy message behind it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. I like not this <laughs> too, for the record. I'm just saying, you know, that's how. Yeah, no, exactly. Bros that, go to that shit. Is. Yeah. But so then we stopped doing it and now we're doing it. And all of those kids, like, don't go to like real hardcore shows anymore. Nerds, fuck them. Exactly. So, like, we we owe a lot of uh, we owe a lot of thanks and like uplifting the bands like Strangle You and Life of Pain. Like, they really helped us be like, you guys really should do this again. So, shout out Strangle You and Life of Pain. Nice. Hey, yeah, shout out to those guys. I like Strangle You. They were just here recently. I don't know if they stopped in Chicago too, did they? Like, they they did they did and it was, yeah, maybe like, like, it was a weeks, like a month or two ago. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they did. Cool, man fuck so uh <clears throat> let's talk about uh you man there's a fucking bug flying hold on <laughs> it's like no, you're good how, how'd you uh how'd you get into hardcore seen as it's only 24 like uh so what year did you get into hardcore and like what came first was it like punk or fucking metal you seem like a metal guy so yeah so i'm like heavily heavily rooted in in uh metal so like I, it's, it's weird because like I liked hardcore bands before I knew they were like hardcore bands. So like when I was growing up, my mom and dad were always getting me into like Metallica, Death and fucking S.O.D. and shit like that. Like right. early, really early shit. Um, but then I found bands like Suicidal and like D.R.I. and uh, M.O.D. And I found all these bands where they're like, oh, they're kind of in that like like crossover realm where they're like they're super into like punk and shit but then they also like uh like metal and stuff and then so that was probably when i was like 14 and then when i was 16 i found like i went through like a huge like fucking punk rock phase so i was listening to like black flag and minor threat and the bad brains and all sorts of just like like you know like first wave like you know og hardcore um, but I was always like, oh, these are punk bands. And I was like, okay, sure, whatever. And then it wasn't until like 2016, 2017, um, a buddy of mine, well, he was a buddy of mine, no longer, he can die in a hole for all I care. 
uh, showed me knock loose. And I was like, okay, like, this is like kind of cool. Like, this is like, this is like pretty rad. And then I started going down like the rabbit hole of like finding that, like, uh, it was like metalcore, like metalcore, hardcore, you know, cause that was like really, really big in 2017. But uh, I'll be honest with you. It wasn't until I found, uh, like bands like never ending game or from from hometown obviously like mh chaos and sector and all sorts of shit like that that really like brought me down the like underground like scene like where we're at now you know what i mean right so i i owe a lot of uh a lot of like my taste to bands like never ending game and mh chaos because like I'm, the metalcore stuff was cool, but again, like I come from that like thrash metal, you know, fucking punk rock stuff. So like when there's bands that have like full blown D beats and they're not tuned to like F, I'm like, cool. Like there's like actual riffs and shit. And then that's basically when I was like all in. I'm like, yup, this is my life now. I started selling metal T-shirts to get hardcore merch. And I was like, yup, like this is I found it. <laughs> right hey yeah yeah and so so i said so probably less than like eight ten years you've been uh going to shows and like hardcore shows uh yeah like five I think, years uh, yeah i think this year will be my like probably like fifth or sixth year going to shows okay. yeah well you know that's that's interesting because <clears throat> you know i've never had anybody i think your age on here who it's within like a decade of like hardcore. I mean, you know, like, yeah. So that's, that's cool. Like to hear like all the new bands instead of like, you know, cause when I, when I found out it was like throw down and like, uh, hoods and shattered realm, shit like that. Dude, so, hoods, yeah. hoods is right so there. fucking good. Right up there, bro. Okay. So this hasn't been announced. So this is going to be exclusive for you, I guess. Whatever, however fucking important it is. Whatever. It's cool. Five people will hear it. So that's great. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, <laughs> Break the cycle is going to be playing with hoods June 30th at the Cobra lounge here in Chicago. Nice. That's fucking cool so, as fuck. I'm so excited, bro. It's been a dream of mine to play with hoods. And like the last few times they came, other bands around the bill. And I was like, man, like, I'm happy for my friends, but like, I want to do that. And now I'm like, let's go, bro. Like nobody gets guys listed. Everybody pays this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is, uh, smash your enemies on that show too. I know they're doing like three or four dates. With... Um, I believe so. I don't know. The main promoter who asked us to play, he told me, but him and I are always talking about metal shows and hardcore shows and all sorts of shit that like i can't remember fucking well i'm gonna I find out remember. real quick real fucking quick june 30th you said okay yeah. so no smash enemy is not playing they're doing a july 1st 2nd and 3rd and yeah. uh grand rapids and uh here in michigan well grand rapids is michigan then detroit fucking melvindale and then uh yeah off to cleveland ohio but yeah hoods man it's always so fun to see them last time they were here like i think there's another show that was going on the same day it was uh july of like 2019 because the pandemic all that stupid shit yeah it was, like it felt so like special and like personal because there's like 15 people there like it was there's like nobody there and it was fucking absolutely amazing like it's cool and there's like a crowd everyone's going crazy but i felt like it was for me i was like this is just for me what upsets me though is like and, and like a band like hoods i felt like hoods is a band that never got the respect they deserve there's a lot of bands in hardcore 
that are older that I felt don't get the credit they deserve. And like, I, like, I love that there's like kids, like my, I say kids, even though they're all like my age and maybe a little bit younger too. I was still kids. I just hate that. Like they, they find like not loose or Jesus peace or any of these like gateway band or even like power trip, they find any of these like gateway bands. And then they're just like, cool. I don't really need to go past 2010. And I'm like, no, you go need back to know your fucking roots, dude. Like this didn't everybody that's like the people that are like, Oh fuck circle pits and hardcore. Or, you know, oh, I don't like that old punk stuff. I'm like, you got to understand like, this is like, it came from somewhere. Like you, we have damaged by black flag and that somehow in time is what got us to Billy No Maze by Knock Loose. So, like there is a correlation whether people want to realize that or not. So I fucking hate when people don't dig into into the, the culture, basically. That's what it is. It's a fucking culture. Yeah, exactly. And the evolution of it, you know, starting even yeah, little, yes. way back, you know, like and go back to like even a punk like whatever if a gg allen and shit like that but or if a negative approach and uh it, it all just it all came from somewhere and how it evolved is you don't have to like it but you should understand it and probably yes. respect it you should you should i mean like there's always you know you should you should always respect like where where it started you know what i mean like again like all these bands wouldn't have things things to look up to and have things to morph their sound if somebody didn't start doing it first. I agree, hundred and fifty percent. Well, like with hoods, like they've been doing this shit since like fucking like ninety six, dude. Like I'm saying, you know, I mean, almost thirty years now, and everybody gets mad at Mikey Hood because you know he uh, puts how he really feels out there, and a lot of people hide how they feel, you know, the whole whatever the pandemic and shit like that. However you feel, but he's. You know, it's not hiding from anybody. He's not being fucking fake. And that's why people are, oh, he's, you know, whatever. Like, shut the fuck up, man. He makes, he's making good music for almost 30 years. Yeah. It's, it's like, and nobody ever gave a fuck till they were told to give a fuck. Like, shut up. Well, well, you see, too, and that's that's the other problem. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's a hardcore problem, but it's like the world right now. Everybody has their head so far up their own fucking ass right now it is ridiculous and nobody is willing to talk to somebody with a contradicting opinion and then respectfully agree to disagree you just can't do it anymore you have to draw a line in the sand pick a side you're with us or you're against us and it's like well like no like how how do you how are you going to grow as an individual or how are we going to grow as a community, if it's just that. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is with a lot of it, however you feel, it's like, if you don't, if you don't agree with me, you're racist or something, there's always something crazy like that. It's like, everyone's like, it's like extremists all of a sudden and, you know, cutting people out of their lives. It's like, just relax, relax, Dude, man. Every, everything and everyone is canceled. In one way, shape, <laughs> or everybody, and like, and, and that, that's that's just what pisses me off so much. Like, in general, with the world, and especially, I'm gonna say America, just because like that's where I'm from. But like, I just feel like over the last few years, like we have grown 
I'm not even going to say we, I'm going to say they, because I try to be as open-minded as possible. So I'm not lumping myself in that category. We've, they've become so close-minded and so fucking ignorant and as woke as everybody thinks they are, they're all asleep. They're all blind. All of them are blind. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, like, like there's great things. Like, some of it, they're doing great things, things I fully fucking support. And then there's people where they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to kind of use this thing to my advantage right now because I don't like this. This kind of hurt my feelings, so this is what I'm doing. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm saved because I got my little – it looks like a rainbow flag for fucking gay pride month, but I think it's like Rasta colors. I can't even tell. <laughs> I don't think it's Rasta. I don't know. <laughs> I, my wife got it for me like uh, last year sometime. I started wearing what? it. It looks like. Why don't you do, why don't you do what all the other companies do and then just make the podcast logo a rainbow and that shows your support somehow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's uh, that's what I was getting at. It's like, <laughs> it's a, everyone they're like, it's a fucking Chase Bank puts a rainbow on their fucking logo. Like, oh, yeah. use our bank. We support gay people. Like, everybody does. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like, come on, dog. Like, no, and, and that, yeah, no. I just, I could go on forever about that shit. But like, I had fucking yeah. It's I'll a corporation, you know, and, and it's just like people taking advantage of how people actually feel. Like, it's just like it's a fucking leeching, you know, and just like trying to get your hands on people, say that we agree with them, like. That's great to agree, but you know, it seems like uh, they're all out for money. Nobody even gives a fuck. It's it, yeah, and that, and it's also white knighting. It's 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 showing like, oh, look at me. I'm just like everybody else. <laughs> I, I, I look at me, and I'm like, dude, like, just if you're gonna support, be about it, and if you're not, just shut the fuck up. That's you it. Know what I mean, like. Just fuck. And besides, you're a bank. You're corrupt as fuck anyway. So fuck <laughs> off. Exactly. Chase so bank. Stupid. Fuck them. Fuck so anyway, so you're straight edge as fuck. Have you always been straight edge or did you uh, indulge before you decided to change your life? So when I was younger, I like experimented. Like I tried like cigarettes before and I tried smoking weed and I tried drinking. And then I wouldn't. And then like some years would go by and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm older. Let me try it again. And I think I gave it a shot a bunch of times until I was like 20. And then when I was 20, I was like, you know what, dude, like if I wasn't doing it in high school when everybody was doing it and I'm about to be 21 and I have no fucking interest now, fuck it. I, I don't, I don't want it. I don't need it. And then, uh, I was just like, yeah, no, this is where we're at. And then for the last basically like five years, I've been really like fucking, yeah. Like straight after die, straight after die. Yeah. That fucking militant shit. 18th. Oh, amendment. No, no, no. Fuck those guys. <laughs> oh my God, bro. I'm sorry. Like the, the, the whole, Oh, we're going to beat people up cause they're not straight edge. And I was just like, okay, you fucking cornballs. Like you're not in my category. <laughs> high as fuck all. right now. Not, huh? <laughs> so I'm high as fuck right now. Oh dude. Yeah. I'm so blazed <laughs> right now, bro. Why is this guy beating me up? <laughs> exactly. Fuck that. But no, uh, I mean, but I'm sure you appreciate like tyrant and shit. Like all those hard ass lyrics, X tyrant X and all the, yeah. all the X bands. Like, rhinoceros and shit like that you ever get into yeah. those bands like all those uh, like old seventh dagger label yeah no all that shit's fucking cool and like i love the lyrics behind it but again like i'm not gonna 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go fucking beat the shit out of everybody in some beer garden because I don't like what they're doing right now. <laughs> no, no, you know, uh, I think most of that shit is like a myth too. Like it's like a legend of like people getting their ass beat. Like the only reason I I've ever seen it, I've seen it two times where it would just happen to be a straight edge person who beat the shit out of somebody is because uh, well, the one time the person. And they were like face to face arguing. And the one dude blew cigarette smoke right in his face, it's which on. anybody it's would, on. anybody would beat anybody's ass for that. That's just like total disrespect. So that has nothing to do with being straight edge. It just happens to be with fucking being an asshole. And then, yeah. uh, and the other time we'll leave names out of it. But this one time at the Magic Stick in Detroit, uh, there's a big straight edge show going on, and. I don't know. There was some chick there who was up front, like acting all crazy. She didn't even know what a hardcore show was. She was like drinking and being disrespectful. And uh, somebody like told her to calm down. And they were like arguing face to face, a man and a girl. And she took the, her drink and fucking threw it in the person's face. And he's oh, like, no. he was like, what the fuck? And he just threw her down like 18 stairs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Over the top. Not great, but. Yeah, that's a little much. I don't, I don't support that. Like, okay, like if that dude, I'm just saying it happened. I'm not saying I support it. I'm just saying it happened. If that girlfriend would have thrown her down the stairs, I'm like, all right, cool. Right. That guy should not have touched her, though. I, I do agree, but I'm just saying it happened, which was crazy. That's fucking. That's insane, dude. That's <laughs> that's that's insane. And uh, matter of principle, it's awesome, but uh, gender to gender, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Well, that's cool, though, that, you know, that you have uh, you've experimented and you decide that it's not for you. And, and being in the hardcore scene, it's like, why wouldn't you claim it? Because it's a good way to live. You know, if anybody has anything against straight edge, like they're just weird. Like, you know, like you're only better off by not uh, altering, your, altering your mind, indulging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And, and that's the thing. Like I have, dude, I have so many friends that like, oh, like a bit, oh, everybody in Break the Cycle smokes weed. The amount of fucking dab pens I have to see every fucking day <laughs> with these guys is fucking nauseating. But you know what? I got to give my boys credit, though, because they always say, like, we're proud of you and we, we hope you never break this because they're like, we know, like, it means something to you and, like, you're just healthier without it. And I don't need the financial burden of uh, having to constantly buy weed. I'm good. Yeah, it's not that cheap. That's for sure. No. Especially in Chicago, high-ass taxes. Uh, you know what? Guess or what? I uh, Illinois, what whatever. <laughs> I know about the taxes, but I don't know about that weed prices. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's just expensive. I don't know how much it is. I never bought weed in Chicago. I just bring it. I feel like everybody's kind of just better off. Just bring your own shit. Don't worry about finding some like fucking crackhead at a BP. Just bring your shit and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I said, oh yeah, the, the last time I was in Chicago, we talked about that uh, the other day. That one. Uh, uh, MH Chaos album release show, dude. That was, was one of the, like the craziest shows I've ever been to in probably the past uh, like ten years, man. Like I was fucking like scared. Like these Chicago people are fucking insane. And that's where I first seen you at. Like I just recognized your face, like from like the internet videos. I was like, oh, that guy's <laughs> a fucking beast. I seen. I was like, fucking watch out for that guy. <laughs> it's funny because like. It's unfortunate because, like, at that time, I was moshing a lot. And then when BTC just played with Madball in February, I tore my fucking ACL. Oh, shit. 
I haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten it fixed yet. I'm going to probably in like September, but um, like it just sucks because like I love Moshin, I love having fun, and I went from being like kind of like chill, like oh yeah, that guy's kind of like a beast. Be careful to just being the guy in the corner. Like, man, <laughs> sounds so good. I feel like I'm 45 right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, shit. Yeah, man. That 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 was a sick ass show because. I was so excited. Like I've seen MH Chaos already before, but I was so excited for F- Section Hate and uh, yeah. Queensway because I never seen either of them till that day. And I was just like, "Oh man, it's f- worth the four-hour drive." It wasn't shit. No, bro. Like that was such a and that was such a great show, and it was such a good show for our scene. And like, you know, those dudes in MH Chaos are like some of the fucking nicest dudes I've ever met, and like. Uh, I'll always shout out Ancha and TJ. Like those dudes specifically, like I've had my back and like I've been so supportive of me for through so much shit that to see them play a sold out Cobra Lounge for their own show that they put on that they did all the work for. I'm like, there is no band in Chicago currently and no group of people that deserve that more than those dudes. So like you you go and then fucking Desmadre was there. I was like, bro, like Cholo hardcore. I'm all about it. As a Mexican, I'm with it, dude. Let's go. Dude, that was sick because I, I only heard of them because I did a podcast with Anshit. I think it was like September or something. And then that show was in November. And I didn't know who that band was. And uh, you said it with the rolling tongue and shit. I ain't even going to try that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's madre. <laughs> that's madre. Madre. But yeah, I started checking them out. And then, you know, like, and there's that video. Um, I forgot. Oh, Sin, Sin of Man. Is that what it is? He has that clown yeah. nose on. I was like, what in the fuck is shit Bro. hard even harder live i was like oh my god those motherfuckers hit hard as you and i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like let me hide back here dude they're fucking blasting people and they were outside in the parking lot like afterwards i seen a video of them they were like they're like fighting in the alley like fighting each other i was like what the fuck uh, is happening right now they're, dude uh, yeah no those, those guys bro like th- those are those are the few people in this world where i'm like Yes, Mr. Desmadre. Whatever you'd like, Mr. Desmadre. Right this way, Mr. Whatever you want, you just have it. I don't give a fuck, bro. Take it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Then, you know, we already kind of, we glossed over that too, how uh, during the last song for MH Chaos, they did that, uh, what's that, what's that band, Bitter Thoughts, right? Bitter Thoughts, yeah. Oh, that cover, dude, I didn't even know about that band. I had no idea, to be honest. And then that dude got dude. on stage, and I, like, He's a crazy voice, man. And like, I didn't expect him. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I was like, people were just going absolutely bonkers. And, you know, you had to hide for your life if you wanted to, uh, you know, survive. And then some shit just went down and motherfuckers were, were about to go at. I was like, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. No, dude. It was. Uh... Yeah. No, I. I. Yeah, no, <laughs> you it was just can't crazy. even talk about it. <laughs> no, I because like, yeah, no. Anyway, moving on. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, it is scary. But it, the the craziest thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this. The craziest thing about this Madre is the fact that the guitar player Chucky, he is like a bare knuckle fighter and does like like fucking full-blown like matches and like bare knuckle fighting and like 
dude like like when i when i say like those dudes are hard like those dudes are hard bro like those like not just musically just like on the street so like when he's all like anytime any place i'm like yeah he's like not fucking kidding dude he's not fronting at all on that shit (laughs) that shit was crazy it was let's get get the fuck out of here but also shout out to a sunny from hate five six for panning the camera during that shit i wish uh, i i love i i understand why he doesn't do it it brings a negative connotation to hardcore music yeah but sometimes just like man like i just get one please (laughs) i just see one please in 4k but I, I, I totally get where he's coming from. And yeah, uh, yeah mad love to Sonny just for what he does in the scene, documenting that show specifically. And again, trying to keep a, a positive look on hardcore music. It's yeah. very, very, very positive and great what that man does. Like, I probably wouldn't have made it through the pandemic without that guy's footage. Dude, for real. Exactly. Just fucking exactly. Like, There's so many videos he put out because he started just day after day for the pandemic, just put out new shit. And I don't know and if I didn't hammering it out. Yeah. And I don't know if I didn't pay attention as much or if that's just like how it was the whole time. Like, like every day I was like, oh, another video, another video. It's all the good shit. Um, so that really just got to indulge. Like I went so deep into his channel. I was like, fuck. I've always seen the videos, but he goes back, you know, early as fuck, right? 2000, like, 11 and shit. I think he still has videos from, like, the 90s. Awesome. I think he's got some videos that date back to the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I probably am mistaken, but that dude's got some sick fucking footage. From yeah. Because I know a lot of people have, have like, um, it's like they've donated uh, whatever footage they had for him to like, remaster and like, make sound better and look better, so... Like it's not in his hands, then go fuck yourself. Give it to him if you got footage. Yeah. No, dude, yeah. No, Sonny's just the fucking goat. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So you're uh so fuck moving on. Let's move right along. No. Um you uh you said you're coming to to um Tide Down Fest next week. Uh yeah. So we'll be at Tide Down Fest. I believe all of BTC is showing up, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh we're going to try really hard to make uh, your show, the one with uh, Hold My Own and uh, Never Ending Game and D-Block. We really want to come out to that. If you got any extra spots, let us know, bro. We'll do it for free. Just throw that out. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many people are saying that. They want to jump on. It's a cool show. It's a pretty big show. I'm fucking I'm proud of the lineup. Everybody was down. Like I didn't really have to ask anybody. It's just, well, you know, like. People are like, well, no, I gotta see. They're like, I'm in, I'm in. I'm like, All right, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah, no fucking, you know, I really didn't have to look. Like everybody I asked was down. I was like, holy shit, because normally it's like you just throw like darts at a dartboard and <laughs> and hope something fucking lands. You ask <laughs> fucking fifty bands or fifty venues and hope somebody's got an opening somewhere. Yeah, it just all went pretty smooth. Uh, I'm, I'm really fucking, happy for you about that, dude. That's awesome. It's a cool show, man. <laughs> you know, I'll and- be there. I-, I know for sure. I know for sure my girlfriend and I are going to be there. Good so, shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wish it could have been on a Saturday because it's hard for, you know, say you're coming from Illinois, you know, you got to fucking somehow get the day off or, or fucking, you know, whatever, like to come all this way, four hours and pay and stay or, or just <laughs> fucking to drive back or when you plan on staying that at least Friday. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, 
I think we're going to uh, drive back because like four hours for us is like nothing. Like, like I said, like once the second you and I are done, I'm in the van for 12 and a half hours. Fuck. So is there a hold my own show this weekend or is your band playing? Uh, my band is playing. Hold my own plays uh, next weekend. They play next Saturday in Jersey. And then okay, we play. Okay. Five- yeah. <laughs> I thought you're just riding along. Of- Who are you guys playing with? Uh, we're playing with Living in Fear, Minefield. Uh, I believe the band Delusion, and then oh fuck, there's one more band. Uh, fuck, this makes me look like a dick. Um, asshole, you don't even know what bands you're playing with, dude. Like, it, <laughs> um, I think hold on, I'm gonna like, save you. I'm gonna save you. Let me. Oh, let me get a minefield living in fear break the cycle without peace yes <laughs> says that uh, torture chambers another band and delusion yep. delusion yep every go. time i think of torture chamber i either i always want to say chamber of malice i don't know why but every <laughs> time uh, torture chamber i'm like chamber of malice like no tor-. i'm like oh yeah yeah you said torture chamber Fucking so well i should just look i can look real quick in teaneck new jersey where's that is that like in the middle of new jersey or like <laughs> dude I, i'm uh i'm popping the gps on and driving for six hours Holy and then shit. switching with everybody else i'm going wherever the fucking blue line tells me to go well you know because when you think of new jersey you either think of like with the Sopranos or like Atlantic City, but it's like most of New Jersey is just like hills and trees and fucking like bears. Dude, uh, I suck at, at geometry, so I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> geometry. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Dude, uh, <laughs> I actually said that before one time. I couldn't think of uh geography was the word yeah geography geography <laughs> do that same thing had my son my son my 15 year old son he said that too he said for geometry and i was like it's geology and my wife's like actually it's geography, geography. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that happened to me before <laughs> geology i don't even know what fucking geology is i don't know yeah no it's fucking it's my dog chase Stop. Sorry, my guitar player just showed up. He almost ate him. <laughs> what kind of dog you got? Uh, big ass pit bull, dude. Yeah, I have a little we're, pit bull. Uh, we're, we're, we're a pro pit family here, and you know, it's not the dog, it's the owner. I agree 100%. I've had two pit bulls, and I just don't want any more dogs. I like to travel too much, it becomes a pain in the fucking ass. It's hard losing a dog too. Like uh, in my memories the other day, uh, like the passing of like my childhood dog came up, and I always get like emotional. Like, oh yeah, you know, they're my, like they're your best friends, and like to lose them is arguably no offense to all my human friends, but like it's so much harder losing an animal versus one of my friends. Dude, I I totally agree because I had to put down one of my dogs last year, maybe uh, September October. I never had to do that before. Like. I've always had dogs growing up. My dad always, you know, whenever we had to put them down, like he took it to the vet. So that shit was hard to watch. Like it's hard, dude. To watch a dog die is fucked up, you know. <laughs> we uh, girlfriend had she had five dogs at one point, 
And uh, she, we had to take the dog to the vet because it was like it was having liver problems, and it was just unfortunate. Like that dog's time to go. And I had been dating my girlfriend probably three solid years, and she never ever once saw me cry until uh. we had to put her dog down. And she's like, "Okay, first of all, that's that she's upset about the dog." She goes, "That was fucking weird." And I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And I'm like, and "I'm like, I told her, I'm like." I care about animals more than anything else. So like you could, you could dump me and I probably wouldn't cry over it. But the <laughs> second animal is gone. I'm like, right. So like the ASPCA commercial, fuck that bro. I'm, I'm changing the channel. Not <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you. Hey, this thing, hold on. This thing's about to cut off. I got to restart the video real fast. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to end the meeting. Then I'll send you another link. Okay. Okay. So give me like a minute and a half. That's fine. All right, cool. Here it goes. We're back. Boom. It's like nothing happened. Nothing, bro. I told you to fucking railroad the conversation as <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was like, motherfucker, I hate this shit. It's all, it's all like good. Zoom. Like, they don't make enough money. Fuck you. You know what's funny is the, the, the second you hung up, my guitar player is like, oh, yeah, you're still doing that thing. I'm like, he goes, oh, I'm going to go pick up some weed. I'm like, all right, dude, thanks. <laughs> I needed to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Come bring some for me. <laughs> yeah, bro. Make sure you get extra, dude. I got, I mean, you want a match, bro? You want a match? <laughs> you want a match? Yeah, you got five on it. <laughs> <laughs> I got five. <laughs> well, hey, man, that once used to be a thing. Like, I got ten years on you. Like, remember having to buy like a, uh, like a dime bag, you know, like a ten dollar fucking sack of like two grams or something stupid, some fucking shitty ass brick weed full of seeds and hay and bugs, and now it's all. Oh, what a what a what an awful life you have to live. Bummer. <laughs> yeah, no bummer. Uh, <laughs> shit weed. Like sunburnt weed from now it's in pens and so weird. Looks like wax or whatever. The f- I don't fucking care. Whatever. Wax oil. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh <laughs> just like don't care. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> Not to you, just like weed fucking in losers. Like, oh, what a, like my buddy goes, oh man, I lost my pen. I go, what a fucking bummer you, uh, you have right now, dude. Dude, honestly though, like you know, the shitty thing about weed is it's it's like I have such a bad like short term memory. Like if I'm like really stoned, fucking forget everything. It's ridiculous. Dude, our guitar player Orlando, he cannot like function musically if he's high. <laughs> I have to tell him, I'm like, you are no, I'm like. No, if I'm trying to teach you new music. Like you're not, you're not smoking before we fucking start this because he'll be like, "What, what, what Fred is it?" Okay, and then he'll play like something completely different. Like, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> and I'm like, "No, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing this." Yeah, thirty percent THC did it. Fuck. God, it destroyed the, the remaining thirty percent of his brain. <laughs> uh, I'm fuck. just kidding. He's my best friend. I love that yeah. kid. So, so, so in your other band. Uh, are you play what guitar or drums guitar uh so in the claim in 18th amendment i play drums okay and then uh for vile secretion i play guitar so you're a all-around musician yeah band whore <laughs> have you been playing uh, which one have you been pl- playing longer like uh... uh drums i've been playing drums for the last uh i want to say going on like 15 years of my life no shit so, yeah pretty good then 
drums are drums are the only instrument I play where I'm like, yeah, like I'm, I'm fe- I feel like I'm like good at this. I can say I'm good. Wow. Uh, guitar and vocals. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm. I don't think I'm that good. Dude, like I find drums most impressive as well. You know, because you can have, you can use three drums, or you can use fucking thirteen drums. You can have ten cymbals, a double bass fucking whatever else i don't know the names of the drums but you gotta it's like it's pretty like an octopus you need all your arms to make that yeah. fucking noise dude it's wild it's yeah, wild like when, I, when i first started playing drums i was big into like dave lombardo from slayer and joey jordison so like i had this like big fucking drum kit and then i started playing shows and i was like yo this sucks Kick, snare, <laughs> one rack tom, one floor tom, three cymbals. That is it. I am over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't need all that to be in a hardcore band. No, not at all. Even a metal band. Fuck it, dude. You don't need all that shit. <clears throat> well, that's cool, man. Uh, yeah, I do, I've been trying guitar. Yeah, I, I said I was going to start fucking play, playing again, but I just, I don't, I don't think I, I love I love learning enough to do it fucking every day. I just don't have the time. And I'm just like, ah, just dude, just so put it in a, dude, so impatient. Put it in a, yeah. Put it in a drop tuning and just do dum, 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 and then you'll explode. Well, look, all I ever do is when I pick it up, I leave it in fucking drop D. That's all I really know. Like, I'm like, that actually sounds okay. Like, I only need one finger for, you know, <laughs> so, fuck it. So you know, as long as you can learn to like, uh, like alternate picking, like you can make it sound f- decent. But yeah, it's still not enough uh, progression for me to say, "Hey, I'm just gonna keep doing this and spend all my time doing it." So fuck that, dude. Thick guitar parts and dive bombs. You're set. You're every <laughs> hardcore kid's wet dream. You're good. <laughs> if you can do dum 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 dum, then the you're good dude. you're in you're yeah. in bro yeah. sign sign the triple b you're good you're ready sign to go. the triple b <laughs> yeah for days and f- triple b fighting over you lumpy so, might even join the band who knows yeah, all all of the nine thousand he is in that is one of the most hard-working dudes in fucking hardcore music it's insane yeah man like at that uh, ldb fest how many times was he fucking on stage probably at least a f- four or five like to my knowledge i think four at least he did queen's way he did restraining order he did uh king nine he did something else too i think um i don't remember but just a couple months I, before he played in tsunami for the day at fya and shit like yeah i saw that I like, jesus christ man he's always on the fucking stage wild well well then i loved when uh from Mind Force did the um, Marauder cover, dude. I was whatever song they did. Uh, Life, Life is Pain. It's like oh. Life is fucking pain. <laughs> there you go. You gotta represent Marauder. Yeah, dude. So, um, so, so we talked about uh, Tide Downfest. What uh, what bands you mainly come for? Is there any that you haven't seen that you're really excited to see at Tide Down? Um. That's a good question. Um, there's a, there's a good amount of bands on the fest I've never seen, um, but as far as like all of the bands I'm like going for, I've had the the privilege of seeing them already. 
Yeah. So um, honestly, like what I'm most excited for is just finally being like at the D again and experiencing a show in Detroit. Cause um, I came out there in December uh, pre pandemic for the anti up uh, CD release show. Oh yeah. With, Hell yeah. Uh, it was uh, anti up never ending game face rack. Tyler eternal sleep. Uh, one uh, more band. Yeah, no, the first band. Uh, not uh, I was gonna yeah, say Spinebuster. Yeah, Enemy of God was on there too. Yeah, and and Not Okay was another band I believe played. Yeah, I came out for that, and I was like, okay, like this will be interesting. Like I'm curious as to what it's gonna be. And this big dude just walked from the other side of the of the room, made eye contact with me, and then punched me in the head, and then just <laughs> kept on going. So I was like all right, motherfucker, like, you, you want to fucking, I know we in the D, but Chicago in the house. So I went, I went, oh, I did the same thing. And then he, like, gave me a high five. And I was like, you're my best friend now. You're, we're it. This is it. Like, uh, no, nobody got mad over all the way how hard everybody was moshing. Everybody was friendly. Everybody was respectful. Um, and, like, that to me is, like, a big thing. And uh, back in the day when I toured uh, with this old thrash metal band I was in, you're gonna love the name the texas toast chainsaw massacre there you go i do love it i love texas toast yeah me too it's the, it's the superior bread you can't tell me otherwise it's, it's the superior good. bread <laughs> um we uh we played detroit with uh home uh hometown homies over there uh, in manic outburst in mersa okay yeah so like the twig brothers or some of like the my twigs yep dear some of my dearest friends so like anytime I'm out there, any excuse to see them just makes me so fucking happy. So uh, the the D the D for me holds a special place in my heart, and especially the music coming out of there and the people there. I've never met anybody from Detroit that's genuinely like rubbed me the wrong way and hasn't made me feel welcomed over there. So like I hold Detroit just near almost as near and dear to my heart as I hold Chicago. Hell yeah, well, good to know, man. You know, uh, it it wasn't always such a such a friendly place well you found like friendly people luckily yeah. but you know long well it's a long time ago like the early 2000s and shit dude like it was it was hard to get in like you know like outsiders it was like a weird i don't know somehow i got in because i knew some people but so any new face that showed up were either when they ran out or got fucking beat up till they earned some sort of respect it was strange yeah. time strange time and uh you know i was probably one of those dickheads for whatever reason like just for whatever reason just being a dickhead it's like if you don't look familiar you know it's like a g-check type thing for for some stupid fucking uh egotistical reason when i had no reason to be like that to anybody i was a dick dude a long time ago but you know what though you you, you with what you just told me you have you have done what most people hope for which is grow, change, take responsibility, and just be better. And that's the thing is like, that's that's another problem with where this world is. Everybody wants <laughs> instant change, or they want people to just be fucking perfect, whatever that is. Right. Right off right. of that. So the fact that you can admit that, and now your way of like paying that debt back, or not even saying paying that debt back. I'm sorry. Just kind of like making up for it, if you will, yeah, sure. is your, your podcast and you're putting on for little guys like me and you're doing shows and making like 
you're you're bringing like hardcore up and you're bringing people into it. That's why I told you like, dude, your podcast is sick. Like I heard about you. I heard about you before I heard about like scoped exposure or even heard about wasted radio. And that's why I'm saying like you are you're 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 helping the scene, not just by putting on shows and being a cool guy to talk to. You know what I mean? You're shedding light on new bands and shit. And that's fucking awesome. Thank you. I fucking appreciate that. Like, I forget to look at that just because, you know, I'm so, so like wrapped up in like either who I'm going to talk to or like my real life. You know, it's hard to, yeah. you know, like actually realize, you know, like what, you know, that was my intentions. You know, I want to bring people into it or I remind people of my age of how fucking awesome it is and that it hasn't gone anywhere. It's only yep. became stronger and more welcoming, which is a good thing. Yes, 100%. And there's so many new fucking bands. Like, and for a while, like, I didn't even give like new bands a chance. Like, I was so jaded in what I liked. I was like, I like fucking Death Threat and Shattered Realm and Hoods. And I don't need nothing else. You know, that's yeah, how I was. Yeah, I was like, fuck that new band. I don't care. But, uh, you know, if I was going to start this podcast, I really had to f- dive in head first and, you know, look around and see what's out there and shit. And yeah, I'm glad I did because there's so many fucking great bands that, I probably wouldn't have found without you know, just like doing the podcast and having the Instagram and seeing, seeing like my friends share stuff and fucking. Dude, awesome. I fucking I hated hardcore when I was in high school because I came from that metal background of just like yeah I like metal oh it's got breakdowns or no I can't I I can read the logo and I was like fuck this shit, but in the last five years of really really diving into hardcore hardcore has probably for a fact not even probably for a fact has done more for me growing as a person and has helped like keep me going more than any metal fucking any metal band ever has and like i talk about this all the time like i love metal music the problem with it is there's no like there's no real like in my opinion like uh uh, put, there's no like push through it's usually always like fantasy stuff and like it's very rare where you hear like a metal song where you're like wow like this is kind of like really helping me like push through stuff and it's usually the bands that are like metalcore bands so it's like again like they're kind of rooted in hardcore you know the and if people go well what about hate breed i'm like well early hate breed that's hardcore sorry buddy <laughs> yeah and you are right though because you know, like you can listen, whatever, to any type of music, and there's nothing like hardcore where you say it can push you through, and in a sense, it can give you either pride or confidence to be either a better person or deal with everyday life. And it's an outlet too, and because it preaches, you know, brotherhood and friendship, and you know, whether you're a dickhead or not, you still got friends. You know. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can wholeheartedly say that. Over during the pandemic, MH Chaos, Pain of Truth, and Gridiron are the three bands that are why I didn't like finally just like end myself. 100%. I'm not afraid to admit that. Like, I was pushed, I was pushed to a point during the pandemic where I was like, dude, like, I'm like over it. I'm, I'm, I'm over life. And uh, listening to MH Chaos, you know, obviously hometown homies, you know what I mean? Like, it obviously resonates a bit deeper than like most other bands. So, like, hearing songs like Death Before Fear, Reality, like really kind of helped me uh, understand how I feel, like what I was feeling. And then I heard Pain of Truths, No Blame, Just Facts, and Gridiron Split with The Spies, with Ain't Termine and Triple Threat. And like those 
those like 10 songs right there are like why I pushed forward to just keep going on. And those three bands and those three releases are the reason why BTC is a band. That's awesome, man. Uh, well, I'm glad you pushed through and made it through, man. You know, just uh, you know, a lot of people don't. You know? <laughs> so, that song you mentioned, uh, MH Chaos, that reality song. You know, that song is chilling, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you know uh, when they played at uh, LDB Fest, like that, like, when they did that song live, I was like, Man, like there was some shit in the room where everybody was like, like totally feeling that song a hundred percent. And you know, Davy, yeah. like Davy was feeling it too, man. Like he like scared me on stage. Like I was like, he looks really worked up right now, you know? Yeah, I, very, very. Well, obviously passionate about his shit that he does, not just as like a front man of a hardcore band. There's, there's a lot of feelings in those songs and a lot of uh, heart. So yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's written everything, but. And they make that shit real. Well, especially especially because, like, for those dudes, like, I, I could be wrong, but I'm just outsider looking in. Like, I also feel like that song is primarily about, like, what they all felt when their, their brother Dan Bond passed away. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, that, that loss for them doesn't make it any – it's never easier. You know, it's never easy losing anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody. But I feel like – with the musical connection they had with Dan, whether it was from his old bands or if they were working on stuff or just the personal connection, like, you know, you can't, they, you can't deny that that song clearly reminds them of their fallen brother. And like, I can't blame Dave or Ancha, TJ Beaver, Evan, if any of them ever get emotional on stage, because it's like, yeah, dude, like, how can you not? You know what I mean? You yeah, love your exactly. brothers, you love your sisters, and when one of them goes, like that's exactly like that thing. That's why that song hits the nail right on the head. Like that's exactly how you usually feel when somebody you love and care about like passes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, you know, it's I don't blame them, and I agree. Like I was at LDB, and like I, I've seen them play that song many a times, and like at that night, I looked around, I just saw everybody start killing each other at that breakdown. whatever and i was just like yeah i'm like no wonder why this is emotional like he's singing about his brother they're playing a song that they wrote like you know when they were feeling some type of way and now everybody else is responding so i I felt like there was there was a huge amount of like sorrow relief during that song at that fucking fast and it was sick dude yeah, well, yeah, that's one thing that you probably won't get at a metal show, though. You know, like no, you won't. No, if we're comparing it, like the total camaraderie and emotional aspect of, you know, if you know the lyrics, you know exactly what the fuck he's saying. And so I was like, Jesus yeah, Christ. Like, so you know, a couple of weeks ago when a never-ending game played with a pain and truth, they came through to Chicago too. So yeah, well, when they did one of those nights. Oh, oh my god, bro. dude! Like you know, that's the song. On you're that talking record. about cry moshing, you know? <laughs> Seriously, no, dude. Like that—that that is one of the, in, in my opinion, in in just music history. I think that is one of the most powerful songs in heavy music, just because like it's heavy. Like even if, even if he's not singing, you're just like boom, 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 dude. Like. You you can't deny the music, but then like when he starts doing his thing, and then Will with the 
the little leads like it's yeah. there's so many layers to that fucking song that like the lyrics on top of it, like it's perfect and they actually they dedicated that song to, to trevor that night okay yeah 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 going back to say like so a day before my uncle you know they committed suicide like i was holding my wife's hand just fucking like welling up in tears for that i was like fucking assholes they're gonna play this song tonight and my uncle just blew his head off dude i was like i can't take this shit like i tried to i was like how can i fucking drown this song out because i was just gonna fucking explode like squeezing my wife's hand like man i can't do this shit go mosh go brother yeah dude yeah no i was just chilling there i got through it i was like god damn that was fucking powerful just hearing it though and like hearing where he's coming from and how you've gone through and so many people go. I just want to put it out there. If you have any thoughts, man, fucking talk to somebody. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, anybody I in general, man, you know, exactly. And that's the thing. Like I, you know, I try to tell all my friends, Reach out. Like, you know, I don't, I don't care if you feel like you're dumping on me. Like I'd rather, I, I would rather know every detail of what's going on with you to make sure you're okay than not know something and then like tragedy strikes and like in that on that regard i'm also a hypocrite because like i think i'm the worst bottler of the entire group i'm i'm so bad at i'm so bad at expressing uh like negative emotions especially like it's because i I just again like i just feel like i'm like well like I don't know. Like, I, I feel like in my group, respectfully, like, I feel like I'm dad and like dad, dad's not allowed to be upset. So I'm yeah. always just kind of like, all right, like we'll game face it for the homies. Cause I know they're going through shit and you know, whatever. But when I do, I gotta, I gotta give it to everybody in my entire fucking crew, man. Everybody, like when they know something's wrong, like they all fucking run to me and they, they lift me up every single day. And that's why like, so this is also new news that nobody's aware of, but we recently wrote a new song called Bond to Carry. And uh, like we haven't, we've never played it live where we haven't even like released it yet. But like that song is about all of my friends and my family. And like, I'm very excited for everybody to finally hear that song. Cause it's, it's about, it's about anybody that's ever just been there for me and for my band and for my people. And like, you know, that's going to be one of those songs. Where I'm like, whoever wants to fucking sing it, go for it. You're like, yeah. I don't know it's for you. Yeah, I mean, you got to lay it down now so we can hear it. It's, I, I got a I got to preview. I'll email it to you privately. Oh, I ain't going right. to tell no <laughs> don't, don't leak it, bro. It's no. going to be on LimeWire tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, put a, I'll give it to the guys at Lamgoat. <laughs> get roasted in the comments yeah. this, this sucks bro no, like, terrible <laughs> by anonymous okay thanks dude anonymous. yeah it's a, <laughs> it says oi rick to life <laughs> like what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh the worst but anyway God. so damn, let's move on so are you in the are you actually in the city of chicago or like uh nearby yes i'm in chicago i, I don't chicago. do the I don't do the, I'm from Arlington Heights or Schaumburg or yeah. I live in fucking, uh, I'm from Manuka. I'm oh, 45 right. minutes away from the Chicago. Yeah. No, I live in Chicago, born and raised, always in Chicago, never lived in the burbs, period, the end. 
it's tattooed on my fucking stomach because i earned that shit dude right that's just on my shirt i'm one mile away is that okay (laughs) not even you get get up to eight miles bro you get up to eight miles okay all right (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm still in no uh well i was gonna ask you so you're big boy yourself and the the typical question would be is where's your favorite uh chicago style pizza place i know there's not only chicago style there but in oh. your opinion, if you were going to get a deep dish or stuffed pizza, where would it be? No. Ah, okay. No? Setting the record straight. That's not Chicago pizza. Oh. oh, oh no. The-, the, the fucking, the, the deep dish, the st- it's bullshit. That's it? all fucking marketing. Fucking okay. trying to make money off you. It's bullshit. Real Chicago pizza. Cracker thin. Tavern cut. Cutting the squares. Little itty bitty bite sizes. That's real Chicago really? pizza. Really? Dude. You go to Chicago, you go to any fucking regular small pizzeria, there's a 50% chance, maybe even a little higher, that they don't serve deep dish. Holy shit. That's news to me. So if you're gonna if you're gonna be the typical tourist, you go to Lumonati's. I've seen the name. Lumonati's deep dish. Okay, that's the go. I don't not Gino Z's, not Giordano's. Lumonati's. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do thin crust, there's a place right by my house called what is it? Right here. It's on the fucking fridge. Papa Joe's. Papa Joe's. I'm writing this down, man. I might, I might try to come through in the next few months. Dog, let me know, bro. I'll fucking pick you up. We get pizza. You can crash in my crib. I don't care. Cool. Fuck it. But I, I would say Papa Joe's. Um. Uh, what's that other place called? There's this other place. Uh, what the fuck is it called? I've never been there, but I, I've, I've, it's always been fucking good from what I hear. Um, son of a bitch. Put you on the. Spot. I don't know. Honestly, I would recommend if you if you are in Chicago and there's a small town, there's a small little pizzeria like uh, mom and pop pizzeria place. Just go. You can't go wrong. Right. Yeah, yeah. You see all the ones like downtown where you get the fucking line out the door and shit. It's because they found it on on Yelp, you know, top Stop 10 pizzas. Like, fuck you. Yeah, I know fuck better than that. I know better. I'm not going to Yelp for nothing. That's why I figured I'd ask you. You found that on some dumbass TikTok page. Oh, this is real Chicago for you. <laughs> also, other thing, if you're in Chicago, if you see somebody on the corner or on the street with a little fucking cart selling tacos, those are the best tacos in the city. Get them. They're always good. Dude, I wouldn't not get a, f- a taco from a foreign taco cart. I've never had. You know? That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. At least three, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, one thing I've had for had for the first time back at that uh, MH Chaos uh, release uh, that day. Uh, have you heard of like those um, birria tacos? Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm Mexican. Come on, dog. Yeah. Well, hey, I just found out last year, <laughs> and I live. Near Southwest Detroit, they call it Mexican Town for a reason, but I never fucking heard of it. But uh, like so, so as a place is called uh, Taco Talan. Yeah, it's down in like your guys' Mexican Town. All the Hispanic people, kind of like the hood, you know. I don't know what part or what street it was on, but I just know there's lots of uh, Spanish writing on the buildings and shit. I was was like Mexican writing, (laughs) 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 Mexican. 
man, they're in there speaking Mexican, bro. There's a problem over <laughs> but, there. Oh, no, man. And, and how you know it's legit is because they got homemade horchata right there, you know, brewing up on the thing. I was like, I got to get some of that, that rice All water. Day, baby. All day, homemade or die. Yeah, and I got that. And it was so spicy, uh, the, the, the fucking birria, because they had, uh, you can get it with um, uh, ramen. It was a tapatio-flavored ramen. Oh, went nice. extra hot so, so they give you the whole it's like a whole jug of that at consomme it has all the meat and shit then you get a couple of quesadillas with it yeah oh, it was so spicy i was in there it was like 90 degrees in the place it was <laughs> it was november but i was fucking sweating my ass off i was like this is so yep. fucked up and i was like full and like and my mouth Dude. was burning it was the best day of my life have you ever had an italian beef sandwich i always wanted to but you got to go to chicago for the best one i just just didn't make okay. time for it all right, so when you're in Chicago, we're going to do two things, providing this place still has it. We're going to go get beef because, like, you need to have a beef. Oh, yeah. Um, however, the venue, the Cobra Lounge, where uh, the MHKS show was, right yeah. now they have queso birria Italian beef tacos. Right, oh, right what now. the fuck? So he puts Italian. He puts, like, nice, uh, almost like it's just it's a nice shredded beef cooked in Italian beef au jus. And then he puts it in a tortilla with mozzarella cheese and tops it with a hot jardinera and gives you a cup of aju to dip the fucking tacos Holy in. Fuck. Life changing. Yeah, man. God damn. Well, I don't know how possible it's be. It's gonna be, but I was. I doubt this is gonna happen. But I was gonna try to comfort the uh, the rumble this year. But you know, depending on who's playing, I doubt it's gonna happen. But I still like to think there's a chance. <laughs> you're gonna want to go yeah well you better fucking put that damn flyer out <laughs> that's all i'm saying bro you're gonna want to go Shit. i know you i know what you like you're gonna want to go uh yeah well tell a uh, homeboy to put it out with mr marbles tell him to get it together <laughs> <laughs> mr marbles his name's shane all the mr marbles <laughs> I couldn't think of his name at the time. I was like, I was like, fuck, man, the dude from The Killer. What's his name? Mr. Marbles. <laughs> Mr. Marbles. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm going to tell him about like, that. Like, his, oh, name Mr. Marbles. his name is Shane. But, but no, his, his new name is Mr. Marbles. It's over. <laughs> I think that's his Instagram name. So that's what I said. It is. Okay. I don't know why. I'm like, whatever. Just call sure. Mr. Marbles from now on. Yeah. That's so funny. I forget that he's in uh, Hold My Own, too, so I'm really excited for them to come through. And I'm trying to get um, every band to do a cover song. Uh, whoever plays that show, I want them all to do like one cover song. It's up to them, obviously, but I was like, it'd be cool if every band did a cover song. So I'm excited to see what the, the super group like Hold My Own would f- pull off as a cover. I feel like I feel like knowing them, they might do something like, like maybe like Crown of Thorns. <laughs> That'd be sick as fuck. Yeah. I think they might do if they ever did it. I feel like that would be like the common ground for them. But they all, all, all of them love hardcore so fucking much. It's ridiculous. I think it'd be funny if they did a Mongoloids cover because Greg used to be in the Mongoloids. Dude, I was, I was secretly hoping that, or I was like, let me just do an MH Chaos song. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that'd be tight. That'd be tight. They might as well. Greg, I feel like if Dave ever was not in MH Chaos for whatever reason, Greg would be like the best next guy. That's uh why, you know, I said that because like, 
It's like if they had to substitute in each other's bands, like it would almost be no difference in the voice. Yeah. To me anyway. I mean, that's what I hear. Uh, yeah, they, they both have that similar like uh, <laughs> I can't do it. But, like, yeah. That, like, yeah, like the that, gargling. Like, I don't know. That, yeah, that like gargling scream. It's very, very unique way of, of, like of screaming it. for sure. I love it. It sounds yeah. fucking sick. Yeah, I'll be honest. It took me a second to get used to um, MH Chaos. Like I heard it the first time I've heard it was on on the uh, This Is Hardcore podcast, where, pro- where probably a lot of people first heard them because yeah. uh, that was like his intro song for like the first like um, a few episodes. I was like, "Well, I'm getting used to this. I have to fucking check out more." And I just I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this band's scary, dog. I like it." <laughs> it's crazy that that band plays in like E standard. They play in the same tuning as like Iron Maiden. I'm like, what? Oh no shit. That's insane. <laughs> How's some ears it's, coming along? You doing all right? Pretty good, yeah. Okay. I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah, I can find anything in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm, I got a new candle, bro. <laughs> it took a half a second for that to come together. A new candle. And for anybody who's just listening, he was cleaning his ears before driving to New Jersey. Yeah, it's That's funny because like all the guys are the guys are looking at me and they're like, and I'm like, you motherfuckers can wait, bro. I gotta <laughs> wait for you guys. You know how many times I gotta wait for we're having a smoke break, bro. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, yeah, you gotta finish the blunt. The people are waiting for you guys to play. Yeah, bitches. No. That's yeah, funny. all four, all four of our friends. So basically, all of the band's girlfriends are waiting for us to play. Yeah, bro, we ain't we ain't shit. <laughs> We ain't shit. We ain't never gonna be shit. <laughs> yes, you will. You guys are something now. I hope so, dude. Well, you're like, doing something though. You know, and just to be active and for put something together is cool enough. Whether it's just you and your friends listening, or you know, just for you, who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, exactly. But it's just like you know, obviously, you know, the dream is to tour and be on that. Like, Course. Pain of Truth level, or even like Gridiron, where like we're playing shows that are like pretty fucking big, and we're not in it to do that. But like that's what I'm saying. Like if we if we were offered that opportunity, like we'd all take it. Hell yeah. our, Ryan, our guitar player, he stopped going to college for this. Fuck college yeah. anyway. I I agree, but like that's that's how much he like believes in this shit, and Good. I'm like, dude, like. I uh do what we, makes you happy, we man. Do what makes you happy. We weren't we weren't even supposed to play, but when we went out, because we we all loved Pain of Truth, so we all bought tickets to that EP release show that they did. And then uh they saw we were driving out, and then they were like, Do you guys want to play? And we were like, ah, oh, yeah, uh, no, 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 we don't want to play. <laughs> and like uh my boss at the time at the job I was working. Was like, well, Nick, you've used all your like your vacation days, and I can't just be allowing you to take time off. And I was like, hey, you know that that's crazy that you're saying that, but like, uh, here's my two week notice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two weeks. So or... I quit. Oh, yeah. I quit to go to the show that I didn't even know I was gonna end up fucking playing because I'm like, yeah, I like music that much, so fuck this job, fuck this employment. That's it, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just tell my boss, like, I am have something to do, so I'm going. I don't have any time. Well, guess what? I'm still going, so fucking figure it out, guy. You know? Yeah, F- either fire me or fuck off. <laughs> exactly. S- stop bugging me. Fuck. So uh, 
I don't know, man. We had a pretty good conversation. About an hour and I don't know, hour and fifteen minutes or something. Yeah, hour and twenty. So uh yeah. I don't know, man. You had your homeboys waiting for you. So uh I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really didn't have shit uh, shit wrote down. I just uh so whatever about the band. We talked about your bands, about what you're doing, talked about tied down fest, Chicago hardcore. Chicago hardcore always slept on for whatever reason. That's the last that's one of the things I hate though. I feel like I feel like we're one of the scenes that does so much. And sometimes I feel like Chicago hardcore bands are trendsetters. And yet sometimes we're, I feel like sometimes we're overlooked a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I ever go to a Chicago hardcore show, wear a fucking helmet because that shit's wild. Dude, bro, fucking. Uh, yeah, it's cool, too, because like some of the shows that are in the works right now are going to be shows where it's like. Dog, they're doing this with these guys basically in this woman's kitchen. Are you serious? <laughs> so, like, we got some pretty, like, ignorant things coming up. And I don't know. I feel like <sighs> I'm hoping, dude. I just feel like Chicago's been a little slept on a little too long. And, you know, I'm hoping, uh, hoping people start to recognize, fool. Oh, they will. They will. They uh. They just don't know it yet. Especially when yeah. break the cycle takes over the world. It's coming. Oh man, I, I hope. I, I hope. I dream. Yeah. But if I if we stay where we're at, I'm happy. If we blow up even bigger, I'll be happy. And yeah, I'm just happy to be doing something with my friends and just having a good time. You know, like we we got offered the show for Jersey. So there's four people in the band, right? There's 10 of us going. Support, baby. A bunch of our friends, like, we're coming with you. We're like, okay, cool. That's cool, Sick. man. <laughs> well, with gas, you want them all to chip in. Ugh. Yeah, well, so my girlfriend and two of our friends are already there in Jersey. And then okay. the band, two of our other friends are headed out uh, in a little bit whenever we're ready to go. Cool, man. So... So you guys just had that fucking CD release show um, a few weeks ago. So uh, what do you have to promote? Um, is all you can find is your one album on like Spotify and shit on Bandcamp? Is that all you got going on right now? With that band? Uh, with Break the Cycle anyway? Yeah, well, with Break the Cycle, yeah, for sure. Um, we're, we're in talks of doing a split with this uh, really cool like, crossover thrash band from Jersey called Paralysis. Okay. Um. So we're just kind of like, they're on tour right now and we're, we're waiting for them to get home and kind of talk specifics and figure out like a game plan and all that shit. And then uh, we have, we have our show next week with uh, Shackled Gates to Hell and Hold My Own. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, and then the show June 30th with Hoods. Oh and shit. Whoever else is on the bill, I'm still waiting for info on that. Nice. And then uh, that's it for BTC, as far as I know. Yeah. And then uh, the claim and 18th Amendment are in the studio currently uh, recording, getting ready to put out a four song EP with 18th Amendment. And then I think with the claim, we're either going to do two or four songs. We haven't decided yet. Good shit. Well, yeah. No, man. 
And uh, it's super fun talking to you, man. Like I said, I always seen you around on the videos in Chicago. You, and, you know, you do look familiar from that Annie Up show that you mentioned back in 2019. Like, I almost have a, a small, vivid memory of you. I was wearing, a big uh, guy, hard to miss, you know, hard to miss. So I was like, yeah, oh, I was like, that guy doesn't look familiar, but he looks like he's very comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, you know, like I, I remember all of the like, like all the short leash dudes. Yep. I knew them from back in the day. And then uh, yeah, Robert. No, those guys. Yeah. Knowing Annie up and then the twig bros and. You know, all that shit. So, like, I had met a fair amount of people, like, from Detroit already, just from, like, them coming through to Chicago and shit. And I was just like, cool, like, fucking, Roll yeah, up. like, I, whatever. If, if this guy's going to punch me in the face and I'm going to punch him back and we're all good. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. I could be. <laughs> cool, man. Well, since we got fucking less than a minute again, so time to wrap it up. So we did. He's every 40 minutes. It's like, oh, I'll fucking pay for it or fuck you. All right, cool. But um, anyway, I'll see you next week. And uh, thank you for doing this, man. Once again, uh, I'll probably have it out by Monday and I'll send you the link and you can share it with all the homies and see you Saturday. Thank you for having me, dog. I can't wait to see you. Thanks, man. I'll see you in a little bit. All right. Cheers. Bye.